This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And Tyson Bajan was fortunate in a lot of ways uh, that these two things coincided. You know, the struggles of P.J. Walker coincided with an undrafted rookie from Division II coming in and showing a level of command and comfort and belonging that that allowed him to turn the heads of his coaches and his front office in a way that said, OK, maybe there is a new decision we can go in in this regard. The worst thing that would have happened is if, if if Tyson Bajan was no good either. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, God, you know, now we're running into the regular season and we really don't believe in much that we have in that room. And so, um, look, but, you know, those two storylines will always be intertwined into, as it relates to the summer of 2023. And now there's a new chapter ahead for Tyson Bajan as we go forward. And uh, Ryan also had a chance on on uh, Wednesday to talk about Tyson and then Tyson met with us after that and, and talked to us a little bit about his journey and, and kind of the uh, just, just how, how, how unusual it's been for him, but also how comfortable it's been at the same time. Here's some of what Tyson Bajan had to say on Wednesday afternoon. It always made sense to me. So I kind of already felt that I, you know, could show everybody that I did belong. Um, and it was actually cool. I just, you know, watching old hard knocks videos and, um, you know, I was watching some video about NBA players making the team and they talk about like, you know, what the statistics are for people that actually make it, but they don't take into account, you know, hey, what if this guy wakes up early and goes and works hard every day? You know, what if this guy is, you know, over six foot? You know, what if this guy runs at this speed or can't anticipate this or has a high IQ? Has a high IQ? So you take all those things and you kind of put them in a pot. Um, and I felt I had a lot of those attributes in that pot. So I just knew that it was just going to be the discipline I'd be able to bring to the table every day that was going to help me get to that point um you know and i really love football i feel like i can use it as an avenue to motivate you know my family and you know other small school guys um so i would say it always kind of it always pretty much made sense that i would do it um and i always felt like i could show everybody that i do belong which hard knocks did you watch Uh, i was watching um so i was with my friend and he didn't know how cuts worked so I was, um, I was like, all right, perfect. We could pull this up right now. So I pulled up the Browns, the Browns hard knocks, and I forget the guy's name, but he was undrafted uh, free agent quarterback too. Last preseason, preseason game, throws a touchdown. The next day, bring him in, and they, you know, kind of document the whole thing. And you know, he, his jaw dropped, and I was just like, yeah, I, I could, you know, that's kind of how it works. You got to kind of put your ego aside and just, you know, work hard every day. There you go. HBO coming through with a tutorial for, for Tyson Bajan's buddy on how the cuts process works. Easy guy to like. I am a proud member of the Bajancy. I don't care <laughs> if he's two QB2 or QB3. The fact that he made an NFL roster and the last pass he threw in a competitive game was at a Division II level, to me, makes this one of the greatest stories of training camp for the Bears. And he doesn't have to play it down this year for that to be the, the true all season long. 
You and I have both lived through multiple seasons where the Bears have started three different quarterbacks at some point or another. And so the odds are uh, strong, probably to quite strong uh, that Tyson Bajan will be on the field for a regular season game at some point this year. And and his story will be renewed whenever that that time uh, may come. But but certainly it's been fun getting to know him over the last yep. month and, and listening to him talk. Very comfortable, very humble, very confident. Uh, and, and you heard it in that first answer. He just like the self-confidence is it's it's like so calm but it's so real. And, and that's the moxie that the people inside the building keep referring to because it, it just it, it exudes an aura that people want to be around. And maybe Dan Feeney will be the guy snapping him the ball <laughs> if he does get in the game. He's the other guy that came to the Bears coming back home uh, product of Sandberg High School. Uh, somebody who is well-traveled, uh, played for the Chargers, got some starts in four seasons, went to the Jets, signed by the Dolphins, and now the Bears give up a sixth-round draft pick this week for Dan Feeney, who can play left guard, he can play center, and he has played right guard. Dan, you were in the room when Cole Komet talked about the fact he knows a guy, another local guy, another guy from the area. The Bears are loading up on on local Bears fans and kids who grew up kind of cheering for them. Yeah. Uh, funny moment at Hallis Hall the other day, though. Yeah, so a couple things on this. First of all, Matt Eberflus said that they can field the basketball team now of guys that played local high school ball here that are now part of the 53-man roster, and Dan Feeney is now part of that group. Maybe he can play center for the basketball team as well as the offensive <laughs> line. Uh, you look like Dan Feeney's a guy who has starting experience in this league. He's been around a while. The Bears feel very strongly about his position, versatility, the ability to play both center and guard. And they, they understand that there's a known quantity when you take a guy who's got a lot of NFL film already out there. You're not playing the guessing game. So keep an eye on this in week one as they start to put together an offensive line for the Packers game. Justin Jones, one of those guys that played with Dan Feeney with the Chargers, he was asked about, you know, oh, hey, give us a, a little bit uh, of your scouting report on Dan Feeney. And the one thing he said was he loves football and he loves beer. Cool. Great scouting report. Chicago is going to wrap their arms around that. Cole Komet was next in and he was asked about Dan Feeney. Here was the exchange that we had with Cole after Justin Jones talked. Dan. Yeah, I, Dan, Dan's a good dude. I actually met Dan at a golf event uh, a couple years ago um, on the golf course and he was a good time, so I know he'll be a good addition to the locker room. So uh, looking forward to it, and obviously to have another local product is always a lot of fun. Justin Jones says he loves football. That, that Feeney loves football and loves beer. You can confirm that? I, I can, I can uh, confirm the latter for sure. <laughs> confirm the latter. <laughs> So it sounds like that time on the golf course, David, was was pretty good. We're going to have to to get a little bit more details on that at some point. That's funny. Uh, Cole Komet's very good. He's gotten to be, uh, I guess he always has been since he came into the league, very good behind the microphone. I heard him critiquing Justin Steele earlier this week as well for the Cubs because he's a baseball guy. But We um, should talk about Cole more on this podcast. I don't feel like we ever – I don't think we do. Yesterday. I think he's one of those guys that gets a little neglected. I don't know why you have it out for him, but I just – I think we also need more Tyson Bajan updates. That'll be both two priorities. Uh, moving well, we're about to go into regular season mode, and we, we always have those little segments that yeah. we have, you know, the sound effects. We're going to get back to pew, opening drive, the pew, the Tyson Bajor report, pew, pew, Dan, Beanie's, Dan Feeney's beer. I can't wait for those quality. sound effects to return. <laughs> uh, what else did we overlook before we move on and, and get out of here? What, uh, what yeah, other two pieces else? of news for you from Lake Forest today? Number one, Matt uh, Eberflus referred to Jaquan Brisker as wait and see oh. in terms of his ability for week one uh, oh. and trying to get back out there. But that was certainly uh, the least optimistic report from inside the building on whether he would be ready for the season opener. Remember, a year ago, uh, 
Jaquan Brisker had had thumb surgery in August and and fought his way back to be on the field for the opener. So you know the toughness and the drive and the want to is there with him. We'll see where that goes next week. The Bears also named their four captains for the season. Offensively, Justin Fields, no surprise. His buddy, DJ Moore. On defense, it's Tremaine Edmonds and Eddie Jackson. So you have your four uh, team captains, as we saw last year, due to trades and injuries, there ended up being like nine team captains by the time we got to December. But those are those are your four, and you hope that they're able to take that leadership role from now through the end of the season. 